Hey guys, you found the bonus episodes of the Shape Your Family podcast. Thanks for being true fans. These episodes were originally Facebook Live videos. So with that said, let's get started. Welcome to the Shape Your Family podcast. I'm Skip. And I'm Beth. We believe that you can live an amazing family life by intentionally developing love and connection in your home. We're a real family. And after four kids and over 20 years of marriage, we've learned some real solutions. We'd love to share with you everything we've cultivated along the way. We're glad you've joined us today. Welcome Welcome to to the the family. family. Hi, everybody. How are you? We're back. How long have we been married? <laughs> we uh, start doing jazz fingers at the same exact time. Awesome sauce. Hi everyone. Hi Vince. Hey Vince. Thanks for joining in. Yeah, man. Thanks for Much joining love. In. We're gonna talk about communication tonight. Oh, you know it. Maybe we'll get an argument live about <laughs> communicating. How, how awesome would that be? <laughs> you guys would be in for a treat. What? what? I win every argument. <laughs> or none of them. No. She curls in the corner and cries. Yeah. I yell, and then it's I go super curl pride. in the corner and cry after I'm done yelling. <laughs> I can't believe I did that again. If I look different this week, it's because I quit sugar. What? And that is just about as hard as it sounds. Wow. I was incredibly addicted, apparently, because my body hated me for a couple of days while I got that under control. I have not fully quit sugar, but I reduced by... Massive amounts of sugar in the last two days, three days. Yeah. I've had any nighttime snacks at all. What about that bowl of ice cream you had last night? I didn't have a bowl of ice cream last night. The kids ate it all. I'm pretty sure you No, had remember some I came out? No. Here comes the argument. Oh my gosh. <laughs> right out of the gate. Called your shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, the kids ate it. Remember I came in and said, hey, did you give the kids the ice cream? And you're like, yeah, I told them they could have a, a little bit. They there were still some. There was none. Like uh, literally, I put a half a spoon on there and tasted it. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't a bowl of ice cream. Though. What about the minty ice cream? There's no ice cream. It's gone. Zero. The Zero. kids ate all, all the ice cream. It. All the ice cream. Yes. What about banana bread? Did you have some banana bread today? I did taste the banana bread today, but are, I didn't have much. Are I, you gonna have sugar tonight? I'm not saying I haven't had sugar. I'm saying are you I'm gonna have sugar reduced. tonight? There's no sugar in the house, is there? You have secret stashes everywhere. I have no stashes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like their camera is kind of weird. Do you feel like that? Like it's maybe your face is weird. Whoa! Everybody just Whoa. got sick for did a second. Got, did you guys just get seasick? Whoa! Whoa! It's like a roller coaster. It's a little better. You guys didn't know it, but you joined a roller coaster ride, the Swagger Train. Woo-hoo. <laughs> We're feeling silly, apparently. We're feeling silly. So we are on a roll. We've been having a lot of fun doing this. It's been. Eight or nine weeks or something in a row. Uh, I was just thinking about it as we logged on. Probably three months that we've wow. been with you guys on Wednesdays. This nice. is our second longest relationship. <laughs> After our relationship, this our is our second longest relationship. And this Facebook Live. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Um, we're gonna, are we going to move into... No, not yet. What, what else were you going to say? I don't know. You said something about... I was going to say how I got my first sunburn of the season already. Nice. It looks good on you. 
So when you guys watch this video, either live or when you join in after it's already been, whatever, after we post it the later, replay. the replay, the You're instant welcome. replay. Oh, that's what I was going to ask them. I'm glad that you mentioned you're welcome. I was going to ask you to drop in the comments below what song gets stuck in your head most often. Boom. Because our kids have been listening to the Disney soundtracks and stuff. Moana. So we've been hearing a lot of Moana. You're welcome. You're welcome. And so that is in my head around the clock Which every is time. Really fun says when you're we welcome. ask our kids to do the chores and they complain and we just start singing "You're welcome." You're welcome. Lots of fun on that one. So that's a good. We like that that yeah. song. So comment below with what What's, you have stuck in your stuck head. In my head a lot. You walk around the house whistling all the time, I do. more so than singing. Yeah, and I don't even know I'm doing it. It's a subconscious no. thing. Yeah. Like if I play a song, if I've got like music playing through the house, like three to ten minutes later, skip a walk around the house whistling that same yeah. exact thing. Don't even know it. It's just innate. All right. Well, we are going to crush the newlywed game. Crush. We're going to win. We played the newlywed game last this week. Our second instead week. Instead of doing secret topics or yeah. surprise topics, I should say. Yeah. Um, we did the newlywed game and we got... Five out of six. So we are the not so newlywed game, but we want you guys to play at home as well. So what you want to do is grab your spouse. I see Brett is Hi Brett. Is actually newlywed. newlywed. Yes, yeah. you so are this, this be a fun, legitimate player. Legitimate. We're oldlyweds newlywed playing the newlywed player. game, but you can be a newlywed playing the newlywed game. And I had to kind of I don't know, find some difficult questions because we know a lot of things about each other already and so I had to find some newlywed questions that we couldn't just easily know like I don't know like where we went on our honeymoon and stuff like that I don't know that's an easy one <laughs> It's not a hard one, that's an easy one. Right, that was an easy one. So I found some harder ones. Oh, you found harder ones. That's I thought saying. you were saying you found some hard ones, like where'd we go on our honeymoon? I'm no. Like, that's not hard. No. Like what color is my dress with the I mean, I know, old, no. but my memory hasn't gone that bad. <laughs> no. So here we go. I would suggest you guys play at home. Go ahead and get something to write with. When you watch it on the replay, you can like hit pause and then ask each we'll, other. We'll give you a second to get something to write with. Time's up. That was one second. Time's up. That was more than one second. All right. Okay, so you can, um, we're going to have some to ask him, and when we ask you, you will write the answer and I'll say it out loud. Sounds good. And then we'll have some to ask me, and so husband and wife questions. And we do have the camera reversed or whatever, so yeah. it's, the answers are going to be backwards when we hold up ours. But so this might be white or long. Scoreboard. Because it's backwards. Oh, not very clear handwriting. But right we did pretty wrong. well this last week. Last week's score, five out of six. And now we're gonna see where we Beth go. Beth let us down last week. Week two. She had to step up her game this I'm week. I'm planning to let you down so this week erase. as well. Whoops! I could have left that. Gotcha. I just needed to do that, didn't I? Five to one. Are you gonna start fresh scoreboard this week? Oh, I guess we could have done that. It doesn't matter. Okay. So, oh, there's one more thing at the beginning of tonight I wanted to do. I wanted to make up like a secret handshake about marriage month. Nice. So here's here's my idea. <laughs> like an M and then you make an M and we kind of bump M's and go, yeah. 
Let's try it. Second argument of the night. I'm definitely not doing that. Don't you think that Skip should definitely, not definitely doing do that. the marriage month no. secret handshake? I, I, you ready? When you bring that handshake up, I got a finger in mine and it ain't three of them pointing down. <laughs> There's no way I'm doing that. Tick tock. <laughs> Alright, let's move on to the newlywed game. Wow. Since you can't handle a cool handshake like Don't, that. Do we look shiny tonight? I think I look extra shiny tonight. Am I a little oily? <laughs> My hair and makeup person failed me tonight. Oh yeah? You're supposed to have someone come in with a big Puffy yeah, thing on the, on the commercial break, they come in and fix my hair, straighten my hat out a little bit. I bet Daisy would volunteer for that job next week. All right, who's going first? I think that we can ask you a question, ask me a question. Can we go back and forth? I think so. All right, you ready for the first one? I'm ready. Okay, so ask your husband, what color did your wife wear on your first date? Okay, so what color uh, did the wife wear? Don't show me your answer. I hope don't let us down because I don't know this one. Oh, you're letting us down then if you don't know this one. Come uh, on. Oh, I think I might know. <laughs> I have no idea what you wore, but what if I it's, supposed to spill those beans. What if it's multicolored? <laughs> then you failed the question. Well, then you would put multicolored. Okay, so write down your answers. What did your spouse wear? What color? was your spouse wearing on your first date? Supposed to stick in your brain, apparently. I wasn't looking at the clothes. I was looking at that delicious meal. Kyle says, what's the color of a switchblade, Skip? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Quit cracking those Puerto Rican jokes there, I'm done Kyle. Writing. Okay, so I wore a mustard-colored shirt and it had a white undershirt and a denim jean skirt. Nailed it. <laughs> Gold vest, white shirt, and jean skirt. Boom. Tally went up for Skip. You remembered it. At the last second, you know how I remember that? Because I remember I bought that for you for your birthday. Yeah, Skip actually took me shopping and uh, I got to pick out an outfit or whatever. Yep. This is the 90s. I almost forgot that. Thank you. So it was for the pressure corduroy. It was my shirt was <laughs> corduroy. Yeah, not a It's a corduroy shirt, but I got the color right. Yeah, it was like Yellow collared, and I think I got it from Wet Seal or something. One of those 90s stores. Fun stuff. Okay, you ready? So now you're going to ask your wife a question. Ask my wife. What is the first thing your spouse would buy if they won the lottery? What would Beth buy if she won the lottery? <laughs> uh, wait a minute. I'm guessing what you would buy if you, if you uh, won the lottery. What I would buy if I won the lottery. So you're asking me, what's the first thing that my spouse that would buy? Skip would buy okay. if he won the lottery. So if your gotcha. husband wins the lottery, women, you're trying to guess what he's going to say that he would buy. Okay, I'm ready. You ready? I know my answer. Okay. Don't, don't let us down this week. This is seriously the first thing I would buy if I won. Oh my gosh. I'm pretty sure I'm going to let you down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, Skip, what is the first thing that you would buy if you won the lottery? 1977 Trans Am, baby. <laughs> that was like on the bubble with 
I forgot. I thought that you would buy a new truck. Oh, come on. Because you keep talking about that truck, so you really want uh, the Trans Am more, huh? That would be the Trans Am. Uh, the truck is so ordinary. Got like, it I wouldn't wrong. even need a truck if I won the lottery because I would never have to work again. <laughs> well, you like that truck for funsies. Yeah, I would probably end up buying a truck just to drive around town, but the Trans Am would have come first. 77 Trans Am was my first car, for those of you who don't know. It was an awesome 6.6 .6 liter 403 engine. <laughs> Just said a bunch of words with a gold no uh, Firebird on the hood, dude. It was awesome. It was not awesome. She says it that keeps now. Threatening to say she loves it when I pick her up for first. I'm gonna get a loud car when we, you know, when I can get a car for fun. I'm gonna get one of these loud race cars. I, I don't said. say loud. I just say I'm not gonna drive with you. Yeah, our I don't kids, like loud. Our kids said they would drive with me. You'll have rock and roll music. Blaring. I want people's windows to rattle when I drive down the street in my Trans Am. All right, next topic. Right. Did we hit? Okay, we got that wrong, so you have wrong. to put that down. Beth. So, are you guys getting more right than we are? I hope so. Okay. The truck wasn't even second. What's what's second? I was debating about a house or a Trans Am, <laughs> but I figured we could take our time in the house because we want our dream house. Mm. So the first thing I'd buy would be the Trans Am, and you went with truck. It was like. Fifth or eighth down the list or something. I didn't hear present for your wife anywhere in there either. Sure didn't. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's see. Kyle says, like, Skip needs to be louder. I think Brett and Rosalind are doing pretty well on the guessings too, so I think they're kicking our butts. All right, next question. Ask your husband, what is the honeymoon destination that your spouse would most likely choose for a second honeymoon? So... The husband is answering uh, what he thinks his wife would want. God, I might let where, us down again. Where does she want to go for a second honeymoon? Oh, uh, I can't. Um, so, don't show me your answer. Where does Beth want to go? What? What? What are you whispering? I don't know. I don't even know if I'm spelling this right. Spelling doesn't count. Spelling doesn't count. All right. Well, that was fast. You, like, wrote, like, one letter. Hold yeah. on a minute. I need to come up with an answer. Obviously, it's not something that we talk about very often. Okay, let me think. Um, the honeymoon destination your spouse would most likely choose for a second honeymoon. But you, not your spouse. What you, who, where would okay, you... Well, where would I want to go on a second honeymoon? Where do you think that... I know I spelled this wrong. Sorry, people, I spelled it wrong. But it's going to be backwards for you guys anyway. So... I'm going to say... No. I'm How gonna am I say, supposed to guess if you don't know? Right, exactly. We're <laughs> Welcome to my wrong. world. We're getting this wrong for sure. Okay, second honeymoon. There's so many choices. Uh, oh my goodness. I'm going... Greece. <laughs> Come on. I was thinking about Hawaii. I, I was said, thinking about Ireland. I said Tahiti. Tahiti? Oh, yes. Where, where, was, where was that... Uh, French Polynesia. French Polynesia. Is that where Lauren went? I think so. I don't know. There's That's lots of places I haven't of, been I, I want to go to. So you can comment in below. Wah, wah, where wah. do you want to go for your second honeymoon? We were set up for failure on that one. Beth didn't even know the answer. <laughs> How in the world am I supposed to figure it out? I obviously need to dream more. Dream big. Because I haven't even thought about a second honeymoon. But no. we're coming up close to a biggie. What did we say? We're going to go someplace for our 20th anniversary. Ireland. Oh, well, that's 19. We'll be married 19 when we go there. Well, yeah, going on 20, though. Okay, now, ask 
your husband this question. How many cousins does she have? Okay, so we're gonna guess. Um, both of us come from big families, so this is kind of hard to do. Okay, so what's your guess? How many cousins do I have? Did you write one down already? Yeah. Do you know exactly? I didn't stop and count, no. I'm just guesstimating, so. 36. Whoa, I guess 25. So we are way off. We've got nine, nine aunts and uncles on your shield side. Right. Average of three, that's 27. Then you got the whole. <laughs> Are you trying to use logic side. on me? Yeah, I'm trying to use math. <laughs> yeah. That's, your math, math and logic, logic means nothing to me. 25 is way low. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll count them up tomorrow. We'll give the final tally next time. All right. Another one wrong. We are bombing oh, this week. Biting the dust. How Rosalind you guys doing? says. She's Hispanic. It's impossible to answer exactly. this question. <laughs> Basically, yes. We can't count that high. How many would you guess? Okay, just off the top of your head, if I was going to guess how many cousins you have, I would say 14. 18. <laughs> oh, wait. I'm off. You're, you're closer to being right. We can't get into this, right? Wait, I have. No, don't. You can't get to count. Okay, you ready? 30, 10, 12, 30, 40, 40, 40. Okay, next 17. question. Ooh. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Did yeah. I just write? Yeah, you just wrote. Cousins. Oh, I think we did two in a row for you. Sorry no, about that. We skipped off. Yeah, we did those two, right? Yeah. No, you okay. did two. Okay. Doesn't matter. So ask your wife. <laughs> Third argument. <laughs> Good thing we're talking about communication tonight because <laughs> we need some. Yeah, we do. Please, God, help us. Okay. So you're asking me, and I have to write it down. No. Oh, you I just don't wrote. Know. Is the car rear, front, or all-wheel drive? So your wife has to answer, and you're trying to match answers. Okay. Whoever has the marker board. Is the car rear, front, or all-wheel drive? You ready? Mm-hmm. You wrote pretty quickly there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to guess that our car is... All-wheel drive. That's the <laughs> longest word in that thing. You said you wrote pretty Rear, quick. front, all. Uh, okay. <laughs> rear. I did think about it being rear, but then I thought, no, it can be all. You're killing us tonight. Oh, my gosh. I'm not One doing more very question. Well. Can minivans be all-wheel drive? What percentage of the housework would Skip says that he does? Okay, so ask your wife, what percentage of the housework would your husband say that he does? Hold on. It's... Uh, he's deciding if he's going to be funny or accurate <laughs> no, I'm gonna or if accurate. he's going to try to guess answers. I just need to know, is cooking <laughs> housework or is that not housework? That is going to factor into your decision for sure. Uh, you're not even going to tell me. No. All right. There's no leading the witness here. Done. I, I know what my number is. Okay. How much I do? How much what percent would do you I do? say that you do? What does that say? It's not necessarily <laughs> going to be I'm the in. truth. I'm ready. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. All right, go ahead. I'm going to say 65%. Man, of course you were. 50%. Uh, I almost went 50 because I thought we'd be like the good couple that does 50-50, but I know I do way more housework. Wait a minute. Now that you mention it, 
Did you just say that you do more housework than Way I do? Way more. <laughs> I was saying 65 because I didn't think you'd guess 75. <laughs> I do so much housework around this place. <laughs> oh my gosh. I hope you guys got that one. Drop it in the comments And I below. even factor cooking is housework. And it's still... <laughs> Do now, if you're talking about homeschooling our kids as housework, that will skew the numbers in your favor a little bit. Oh, you're talking about actual cleaning. We might get close to 50-50 with homeschool mixed in. You are unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my mom oh. says 30. The magic number is 30. I think... Beth only does 30%? <laughs> I, do you only do 30% of the house? I do more than 30 I don't know. I'm going to tabulate it this week. How often have you heard the word tabulate? Tabulate. <laughs> I do all the boy jobs. Beth has told me what all the boy jobs are. Yeah. And it just Basically, happens to be all of them. <laughs> Every job's a boy job. Speaking of boy jobs and girl jobs, a very funny thing happened today. Our friend, Sarah, she told all, all of us in a little private message thing or whatever, she said, uh, oh my gosh, there's a huge roach at work. What am I going to do? And so we were all making jokes about it, but our friend Vince actually went and saved the day and got the the roach out of there. Boy job. And if you're in <laughs> Cape Coral Fort Myers, Vince has his own yeah exterminating JB bu <laughs> <JV> bugs. <laughs> Call JB bugs. He makes house calls to your work. He's not a sponsor yet, <laughs> but we'll expect a check in the mail, Vince. <laughs> He pays me in bucks. He already JV Bugs and Vince is now a sponsor of this Facebook Live video. Surprise! We'll, he'll have the banner up here next week. Yeah. <laughs> oh he, my goodness. He already signed off. He watched only the first couple minutes, right. so he has no idea Vince, that he owes Vince us millions gone. of Vince, dollars. Vince only now. watched the first five minutes of the video. <laughs> millions of dollars he owes us now. <laughs> uh, okay. Vince messaged me today. Is that it? He ordered Do we have one more books. question? No, that was it. We got another one wrong. Yeah, we so, five wrong five and wrong, one right. One right. So how'd you guys do on your newlywed game? Anybody want to put uh, brave enough to put your your score up? My mom says I have thirty cousins. Thirty cousins. So that was good. Is that accurate? I don't know. We'll count it up this week. We'll tabulate on both sides. We're gonna tabulate the numbers. We're gonna put it in a machine. It's gonna go. So that was closer. What'd you guess? Twenty-five. And I said, what, 36? So now you were closer. Did you say 45? No, I said 36. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We both were way off. Way we off. That, we do not speak the same I was just doing language. quick math. I couldn't like try to count everybody, obviously. So, anyway. so this is a good intro. Oh, five Brett out of six. Good got job, five Brett. out of six. Yeah. See, you adorable little newlyweds. So newlyweds. Quit trying to show us up, Brett and Rosalind. Yeah, really. That's oldlyweds. Why don't you lose like us the oldlyweds? have uh, bad memories. <laughs> In 18 years, oh, you're going to lose. I remember 40 years ago. <laughs> so, okay. Alright, well. So. Because we don't think the same on everything is exactly why we've had to work on communication. Nice segue. I like that. So we have for almost, what are we, 19 years married? No, 18 going on 19. Yeah. We're in our 19th year. <clears throat> we've been together like. 
Ram-a-lam-a-lam-a-ding-a-ding-a-ding-a-dong. So, yeah, so we've been working on communication for some time now, 20-something years, if you count dating. I mean, I guess you communicate when you're dating, right? <laughs> it's probably best. <laughs> communication is a little easier in the dating process when you're so in love and you're wearing rose-colored glasses. Yeah. We were dating for two, two and a half years before we got in our first argument. Right. I don't know. I think that the in love I drove experience her car into the water and killed it. Lasts for two years. You had to bring that up. I had to bring that up. I hope mom's not still listening. She probably is. Sorry, mom. I'm sorry, mom. So I don't know. I don't know that we effectively communicated. Like we kind of kept it light and talked about the things that we, you know, perfectly matched up with and got along with, which is a lot. And we joked around together a lot. We were best friends. Yeah. And so that... We were best friends? <laughs> we are BFF. Thanks. Can we do a, a marriage month <laughs> handshake? A secret <laughs> handshake? <laughs> Ding! Okay. Wow. Skip doesn't like the marriage month secret handshake. No. So I think that it was kind of a rude awakening when, you know, like we have this like happy dating and everything's perfect and then we get married and we're like what we have to share finances Ugh. you know like things like that no you do the dishes no you do the dishes you know like I think that we had some of those yeah we did have a little bit of that we were but... also young and I think that we defaulted to the ways that we you know grew up and yeah. so like our kind of default was what we had seen our family do or um, how we had interacted with our brothers and sisters. And so we really, you know, kind of fumbled along for a lot of years. And then I think, you know, about seven, ten years ago, we were like, oh, well, let's make this better on purpose. Yeah. And so we actually focused on communication. So about the time that we had to learn to communicate with our kids, we learned to communicate with I each other. I think the hardest part in the front end of being married is uncommunicated, unmet expectations. So that's why communication is so important. I think the majority of our arguments or spats in the, in the front end of our marriage, first couple of years maybe, were uh, you know uncommunicated expectations and therefore they were unmet expectations because they weren't known you know and I would have done that to Beth and Beth would have also done that back to me and we didn't even know it we we're just like do you think that you did that to me I think that I do that a lot probably yeah well, no I think a lot of the fights like I think in the front end when we, when we were first married we were in the apartment and everything I think there was on my end there were some expectations of you know the way the house should be Boy taken care of yeah jobs. some of that stuff and I, I wouldn't I didn't communicate like hey mm. you do this I'll do that or hey let's work on this together I just would have expected it even though I didn't communicate it and then I would have been upset when it wasn't done mm. in the in the in the beginning yeah because it's really easy to default yeah. into you know like okay I grew up this way so then everybody grows up this way and this is how things are done and yeah. then like you get married and you're like oh wait that's not the way that you do it or that's not the way you think <laughs> Weird. And then, and not only that, but like then I would micromanage too, so that was bad. Like I told Beth she was folding our towels wrong. She'd do laundry and then fold our towels. I told you are folding the towels wrong and I was insistent about it. You're that, lucky they got folded at all. I am lucky they got folded at all. That was the fight before I did. But 
For me, it was a geometry thing on the towels, by the way. They fit better if they were folded a certain way. Who cares? That's what it is for me. Right. <laughs> Beth folded away where they didn't fit, and you pull one towel out of this, like, packed down bunch, and they all came flying out like a spring. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. They're folded. <laughs> They're folded. They're not in the basket. So, so I think that was a big part, is uncommunicated, unmet expectations. Yeah, and I, Skip is kind of a stronger personality, and I'm a... A more gentle personality yeah. and so it was a big deal I don't like confrontation especially like you know with someone who's gonna drop the hammer or whatever and so I just tried to avoid communication <laughs> and confrontation as much as possible yeah. so I wouldn't speak up you know it's kind of mousy I'm not mousy in a lot of ways but when it comes to like saying something that I think or mean or whatever yeah. if it's important to me sometimes i'm a little more reticent to bring and, it up and like i i wouldn't say that I, I lean confrontational but i don't mind confrontation at all like it's not like i look for it but like when the 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 issues arise like i feel like you go at it you know fast and furious you know i want to my family grew up that way you know we say we're irish you know so we're all gonna yell and scream at each other for 35 45 minutes and then we're all gonna you know, sit down and eat and laugh about what just happened kind of thing, you know. So he doesn't have a problem bringing stuff up. So then yeah. that was another thing that we had to think about. Yeah. And then, you know, when even in the communication process, when we started working on it, like it, it, for me to bring something up, it was hard for uh, me to do it in a way that was soft and gentle. And then it, she would naturally take offense. Of, you know because of the way that I was taking so both of those things were wrong you know, like I wasn't coming in a in a loving and gentle way and she was automatically getting offended you know it, it caused that so so we share all of this so that you can find some point of relation you know like think about what's going on when you communicate with your spouse and some of the hang-ups like if you have a constant thing that you're fighting about you know something that whenever you broach a certain topic like it always evolves into a fight or something like that then there's probably some kind of communication hang-up that's what we're talking about tonight is okay well what can we do how can we meet each other in a way so that we can actually understand each other and so your goal is to be understood wait let me see your goal is Connection. not to win the argument yeah. or to prove how right you are, yeah. but your goal is definitely connection. Your goal is always connection. And to understand what yeah. each other's trying to say, even if like you don't think the same yeah. way. So I, that was a lot of our issue. Like we don't think the same way, and I'm a, I'm the oldest child. I'm a strong personality. He's the oldest child. He's the strong personality, and so neither of us wanted to back down if we think that we're right. However, in the sake of love and harmony and communication, it's pretty important for us to try to figure that out. So um, we have really focused on communicating and how to improve the way that we understand each other and stuff. And so we wanted to you know, bring some of those ideas with you guys as well. Yeah. <laughs> See, good communication right there. So uh, one of the things we wanted to bring up is that uh, you each are seeing the world through different lenses. And so 
when one thing that we have noticed, like we've even learned how to communicate with our body language, like um, when he sighs, like he'll just be working or something and go, <sighs> it means something different than when I sigh. And so I'll look at him when I sigh, it's because I'm upset or Stressed. I'm trying to, you know, clear my mind from being upset. And for him, what is your, no, what is your sigh mean? It's like a reset. It's like going from one thought to the next. I take a breath and reset. I'm like, all right, off to the next task. It's like, so he sighs yeah. and I go, what's the matter? Yeah. What's wrong? You know? uh, and I'm always like, nothing. Well, why do you ask? He's, He's like, like, you just There sighed. wasn't anything wrong until you started asking me what's I, wrong. I go, I didn't sigh. I took a breath. <laughs> I'm just breathing over here. You're reading things into it. So, uh, you can comment below if you're reading something into every sigh kind of person like I am. And that is, I mean, body language is part of communication. Like, you know, obviously if she's trying to have a conversation with me about something that she wants to talk about and I'm like this, you know, I got my shoulder to her, that's body language. It's going to show her I'm closing myself off. I'm crossing my arms. I'm not engaged in what she's saying. Or if she's trying to have a serious conversation about one of our kids and something that they're going through, you know, being bullied or something like that. And I'm over here on my phone and my body language is showing and I'm, uh-huh, uh-huh that I'm really not into it. So there is body language, body language does count. But we also have to understand some of the idiosyncrasies of each other's body language. I mean, obviously the shoulder turn and on the phone are all closed off, but things like the way you breathe, the way you sigh, or the way that you do things like that, you know? The way you breathe. Yeah. The way you breathe bugs me. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, but there is, and there's like sometimes when she'll say something, I'll kind of ponder, like I'm thinking through several scenarios in my head and, and she'll be like, what? And I'm like, oh, I'm just processing it, you know, like trying to figure out the best angle here. You know, like, so for her to understand that like, I'm not like just, you know, angry and I'm facing. The... Right. So I'm an internal processor and he's an external processor. So when I see like he's thinking and stuff, I'm thinking that there's something wrong because, you know, whatever. So what we have started to try to do, which I'm still working on, definitely, is to try to assume the best. So try to talk to each other. Like, we had to get to the point where I would see him sigh and I would go, does that mean that you're upset? You know, like I had to actually, yeah. kind of, we, for us to even get to that point, like we had to bring it back and just start talking about things and putting it out there. Like, okay, <clears throat> when you do that, is it because you're upset or whatever? And so that helped us to start to understand each other a little bit better and eliminate some arguments or assumed arguments. You know, like I was just assuming that he was upset, so then I'm upset and I'm thinking, oh, what could he be upset about? You know, like, so I was doing a whole thing in my head that yeah. he was not even participating with. So, yep, communicating in your brain does not work. Like, if you're working through, like, why. Your, your spouse is the way they are, what, why they're doing what they're doing and all this, and you play this scenario over in your head six times. Well, if know, he says this, yeah. then I'm going to say this, and if Correct. she does this, then I'm going to do that. It, and then none of that's accurate, and then you just work yourself up because your, your body feels the stress of that as if it's really happening, and it's really not happening. So um, it's, it's better to communicate. It's better to, to understand, like, hey, 
we're married, we're together forever, we, our vows said till death do us part, and this is, we're going to figure this thing out, we're going to communicate, we're going to... Yeah, we definitely had to get to the point where we realized, okay, we're married, we're together forever, and we're not going to make each other miserable that whole time. And so we had to choose to yeah. want to get along and learn how to communicate with each other. So as we learned how to communicate, like we would read things that would say like, you know, talk about your feelings or whatever with each other. And so like we had to learn to go, um, you know, we stopped going, well, you're a jerk. And so, and then we had to learn to stop going, I feel like you're a jerk. You know? We read so. something that said, I, you know, just talk about how you, I feel scared when you drive crazy like that. Right. So we read the book uh, by Danny Silk. Yeah, and, the book called Keep Your Love On. And so we translated that very funnily into, very, into instead of saying, I feel scared when you drive like that, too. We, we still made accusational statements yes. out of it. <laughs> I feel like you're a maniac when you drive like that. <laughs> instead of just saying, you're a maniac when you drive like this. <laughs> so, like, we that went through that right hope. We, uh, we processed through that whole thing of trying to communicate our feelings <laughs> <laughs> because communicating your feelings is a vulnerable thing yeah. and so if you're angry and you're upset you're holding a grudge and you haven't forgiven something it's gonna be really hard to get to the point where you're willing to be vulnerable and actually say what you're thinking yeah. and so that's one of the things that through this process that we had to learn about is that when I'm upset, I will not want to communicate in a vulnerable way and I will cry or stop talking or something like that. Skip, on the other hand, is a more, you know, aggressive, confrontational personality in the nicest way. And he would get angry. You know, like if Skip feels misunderstood, and he would come at it with anger, even if it was, you know, anger against me. You know, if I, I didn't realize I had even hurt his feelings because I see him just angry and then he's saying dumb stuff when he's angry. And so we finally had to get to the point where he was vulnerable enough to say, I'm being rude right now because you hurt my feelings and I shouldn't be rude, but I just want you to know that that hurt my feelings when you acted like that or when you, you know. So then I was able to go, oh my gosh, I didn't even realize that I hurt your feelings. You know, so then right. that opened up some doorways or for us to be able to. Vulnerability also looks like, you know, in a situation, whatever it is, you know, moving across the world or whatever, to look at, for me to be able to look at her and say, I'm as scared as you are in this moment. You know, like, because that's a really big thing for a man to say, right? So to go... Um, into that and she would be scared and she'd be coming at me and leaning on me and I'm just as scared as she is on on the inside but on the outside I gotta be this man and this father and I need the kids and I've gotta make sure everything works and we're about to move across the country and I would just get stressed and want to oh I can't do it. and it comes out as anger right but it's the okay. same feeling that she's feeling and she's coming off as reclusive and and crying or upset or whatever it looks like and all of a sudden I'm angry and instead of me just saying hey I'm as scared about this situation as you are, but I know that we can get through it together, you know, and communicating vulnerability in that place and be able to say those things out loud. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I think that um, anytime that we are insecure or unsure about something, 
that will try to mask it or put up a wall or something, you know, like yeah. when, as you were saying that it made me think of, you know, that with motherhood, it's the same thing. Like mothers are just supposed to have all the answers or be adept at everything motherly, you know? And so then the daddies are like, oh, you know, what, what do I, what do they feed? What do I feed them? What do I, whatever. And so I'm, I'm having to make decisions. Like, I don't know, you know, like I'm just as, uh, unprepared or whatever as you are. So yeah. same thing with homeschooling or whatever. So whatever your jurisdiction is, there might be some hot topics that are kind of also a big red button where whenever you broach those topics, yeah. it's something that's like, oh, yeah. and it, like you're really quick to start yeah. a fight on that. Pay attention to that stuff. Correct. The stuff that you constantly see being a, a spot where you feel tension or jerk back and you want to close down or you want to get angry, whatever your uh, emotional choices, you know, pay attention to why. I think that's a real why, and I, and I remember he has started to ask himself several why years ago. I started doing that, yeah, to say why do I feel why am I being angry right now? Well, you're being angry because you know Beth said this. Well, why does that make me angry? Well, because of this. Well, why does that make me? Well, I'm not angry there. There, I'm insecure. Well, why are you insecure? And then you go back and back and back just by asking myself questions internally, not even to her. And then all of a sudden I realize, well, that's ridiculous. It's not even how Beth is. That's something that's from my childhood or, you know, some goofy thing, you know. And all of a sudden I'm like, well, let me take 10 seconds and reset. And I do one of my, my sighs. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to come back to Beth and say, hey, I, I was going back into some of my history and I'm sorry. I should have acted like that, but this is where it came from. And then he can communicate, you know, when you do that. Yeah that hits me the wrong way so he's trying to deal with it on his end and I can try to support him by you know maybe not doing that thing anymore yeah um we good yeah so talk to each other it's hard work to communicate it's hard work to want to stretch yourself further than you're comfortable with it's hard work to want to um put yourself out there and uh, share your feelings or be vulnerable or show that you don't have all the answers and um, but it's worth it I mean you guys have chosen to be married and so yeah. uh, it's really important that you do the behind-the-scenes work to make that marriage as good and as strong as possible and communicating is something that it's a muscle we're learning that we are practicing these muscles and we're getting a whole lot better at it. We are um, eliminating fights even before they get started because we are understanding really each nice other better. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's a lot more peace in our home and there's peace internally, like in our brain and in our heart, like things that, you know, we weren't sure, you know, I, I didn't know why he was upset. So then I'm just kind of got this turmoil on the inside or whatever. And so the fact that we've started talking about these things and trying to bring solutions has reduced that amount so much. And so we're able to go, okay, yeah. well, oh, you're not upset? Oh, <laughs> I thought that you were, you know? So we're learning how to assume the best with what each other is thinking yeah. and then communicate if we actually do have a problem with each other. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, like that is such an amazing place to be at, to always assume the best. like. For me to assume the best 
and Beth and her actions and what she's doing changes your whole outlook on everything. Like everything in your day changes because all of a sudden I know that Beth is on my team. She has she has my best interest in mind. She wants the best for me. I want the best for her. And the whole thing changes instead of thinking, well, you know, he didn't do that or she didn't do that or she's doing this because she's trying to get out of that, you know, and that kind of stuff. It just goes down a rabbit trail that's unnecessary. Yeah. So before you get married, a lot of times you have to protect yourself and that kind of thing. And then you, when you get married, you have to think about that you don't have to protect yourself anymore. Yeah. Like they, the two have become one. And so you're now this, uh, this unit, yeah, this orb good. that works together and you don't have to protect yourself from each other. You're actually connected. And so it's best if you push past and figure out how to love each other better. Yeah, I think I, that's really good. It's not even in our notes. That's that's bonus for all you guys. But that is really good. Like you you're when you're in when when you're in the dating process, when we were in the dating process, we were moving through stages of giving our of ourselves. Like I give this much and how's she gonna treat it? She gives this much, how am I gonna treat it? Yeah. And we go is back and forth. Safe? You know, yeah. and then all of a sudden you oh, we've been dating for a year, how great, you know, everybody's happy, you know. And then two years and then three years and each step along the way you're giving emotionally more of of, of yourself and then all of a sudden you realize, Wow, I'm giving a lot of myself over to her and it's been fun. I think I wanna make commitment and be with her forever. And then you go into marriage and then you've practiced for how many ever years you've dated only giving so much and then all of a sudden you you know you're married you're one flesh you know you're sharing everything and then you've got to start all over and be like wow i'm going to be completely vulnerable communicate how i feel you know those kind of things can be very difficult at times but it is definitely the the best way um you know to have two people that are, are willing to to be vulnerable and communicate yeah you have to really realize that you're on the same team that if you are keeping yourself back and hiding then you're actually doing your family a disservice you're yeah. actually doing your marriage a disservice because there's uh parts of you that are the strength that's what your marriage needs so we're really different people and we don't think the same on things but the way that I think is a strength, the way that he thinks is a strength, so then we come together and it's a superpower. And so that's why um, that I encourage you to fight hard for unity in your marriage, to actually um, do what it takes to stay in tandem, to actually um, stay tethered and stay in step with each other so that one person's not pulling away and this person's pulling this way this person's finding a separate interest and this person's over here and you're not communicating and making sure that you're staying in tandem because then um, you're not going to understand each other and all of a sudden this thing right. that's supposed to work together and supposed to support each other and to be able to you know knock out everything else around it in life is going to not be there it's not going to be strong it's going to crumble so um, do the work that it takes to stay on the same page as your spouse and sometimes there's just something like we definitely have gone through seasons where, you know, he was wrong and I knew he was wrong. What? And 
we I just had to pray. You know, like there's sometimes that there's things you're just not going to convince the other person. They're not ready to hear it. They're not in a place they haven't had a, something healed or um, yeah. they just have a hot topic or whatever. And so you're going to have to just be in the background going, God, you're going to have to work in their heart because I'm not getting through. And so I just have to shut my mouth sometimes, you know, in that kind of situation where you can't actually reason and you can't actually talk through anything. You just have to go, okay. And you love your spouse where they're at and you continue to um, be kind and loving and forgiving and stuff until they're ready to have that part of them yeah. healed. And then, you know, God is working on them in the background. And so sometimes you just have to wait it out. That's something that, you know, I think that a lot of newlyweds, I certainly went into it thinking that, well, he's got, I should go and tell him what's wrong with him because I can fix him, you know? And so we really had to learn, like, you can't fix everything about other people. You gotta let God talk yeah. to them behind the scenes sometimes. And that's kind of the, the grace that comes in showing love to each other is that not everything is fixed the way you think it should be fixed right away all the time. Sometimes you just have to be patient and love them in spite of it. And now I'm seeing the fruit of a lot of those things, things I prayed for for years. And my husband, that's what we laugh about is that 40 year old Skip is the man of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I only had to wait all these years. Wow. And now we have 40 year old Skip. And who does, who is everything that I ever wanted and more. Wow. <laughs> Pressure's on. <laughs> no. Good, I'm done. I can punch my card. No. I don't have to communicate anymore. I'm everything you ever want. No. <laughs> ever want, you said. No. no. I take it all back. I take it all back. We'll communicate about that later. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, have a wonderful week. Yeah. Let's hear some uh, wonderful stories from you guys, the way that you step out and communicate, the things that you're doing that um, can, maybe can, this has got your brain. Can I add one more thing before we go? Yeah. I'm going to add one more thing I was going to say, go maybe ahead. this got their wheels turning on yeah. something. So go ahead and let us know. Send us a message or put it on the Facebook page or whatever that, hey, you know, after you talked about that, we were able to implement this. Sometimes I, I feel like I'm just supposed to say this. So sometimes I feel like when you're, you're going to communicate about bigger things, some, some, uh, you know, she's having a major issue or she's scared, majorly scared about a certain situation or I am in the same place. I, I think that it's, it, you have to give yourself permission not to be offended, not to have talking points when they're communicating. So I think like right. before when I was saying I asked myself questions, why, 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 I think it's very important to sometimes, if Beth is being in a very vulnerable place and scared of, or something like that, to ask questions, but the question is not why. I don't want to say why are you scared because then all of a sudden it's a defensive question. The question is how or what. How can I help you? What can I do to alleviate some of your fear right now? Yeah, that's a helpful Never why. So... When I'm talking to myself, I want to ask myself why, because I want to figure out why I get, that's my button, why that button it gets pushed easily. But when I'm talking with her in a situation where she's feeling extremely, you know, stressed or scared or vulnerable or any of these other things you can put in there, the questions are always what or how. What can I do? How can I help? And then I think that you're, you move away from talking points or arguing points, 
You know, you're not trying to listen to what she's saying so you can say, well, that's not true because that's, you know, right. you know, the driving example that we used earlier. You know, I feel scared when you drive that way. Well, why do you feel scared? You know, I've never gotten a ticket. I've never gotten, you know, that, that's a why question. How can I help? What can I do to make you not feel scared when I'm driving? You know, and then live with the answer. Well, I would feel better, you know, more safe if you weren't weaving in and out of traffic. Okay. Simple. Now she feels safe and we're just driving in a straight line. How hard is that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then go get groceries by yourself one day and weave in and out of traffic all you want. <laughs> I see your logic there. All right. So I just wanted to leave you guys with that. I think that's, that's important. I, I think questions and communication are very important. But I think the why is for self-questioning and the how and what are for questioning when your, your significant other is, is communicating vulnerably. Thank you very much. So thanks guys for joining in. We hope you have a wonderful, lovely, fantastic yep. week communicating we will with have your spouse. Marriage week next week again. We yep, it's still April still coming April. up. So we're gonna have marriage month all Ma month. Marriage long. month, that's right. Can, can we do our secret handshake to <laughs> 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 That's not exactly what I had in mind. So marriage month, so we'll have marriage next week. We Here's are... what I had in mind. Like he has an M for marriage, and I have an Here's M for my month. M right here. And we clean Knuckle sandwich. Like... <laughs> and we're on all the social media, so come find us on whatever. It's our both our names, Beth Swiger, Skip Swiger, on everything: Twitter, Facebook. Yeah, Brett just asked if it's every Wednesday night. Yes, it is. We have committed Mr. to Brett doing every Wednesday night. night for the foreseeable future, anyway. So yeah. if that changes, you know, because of life, yeah, we'll make an announcement. If it's we'll let it right now, but right now we have been doing it every Wednesday for. Pretty much this year, right? Oh, you have or so many videos February. that you could go back and watch, Brett. Yeah. There's hours and yeah, yeah. hours, hours and hours of skipping. Of skipping. <laughs> <laughs> and then hours of nightmares. <laughs> so yes, we do post these for replay on the Family Faith and Flip Flops fan page on Facebook. It's a lot of F every time <laughs> every I do that. Friday. <laughs> every Friday. <laughs> no. We should do it on Fridays. That'd be awesome, Heather. <laughs> Anyway, we, we will keep it on Wednesdays. Too many F words. You said the F word. <laughs> but, uh, you said like six F words. Okay, so we're, we're, Ooh, we're spiraling into rambling now. Love you guys. You know how we do. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and we're still alive. We dropped the phone. See you next time. This has been the Shape Your Family podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. There are lots of ways you can connect with us online. Go to shapeyourfamily.com where you'll find helpful tips and links to our social media. Remember, your family life is important and what you do each day matters. When you shape your family, you shape the world.